Hi, my love. My intention for you in this episode is for you to get to the end of it and feel like you can actually trust yourself. Welcome to the You Relationship, a podcast all about your relationship with yourself. My name is Arya Yaguarete. I am your host. I am also a heart guide. And what I do is I help women connect in with their true selves to feel her, to see her, to claim her, and to allow her to live and be seen in this world. So if you are going through a difficult transition, a big life change, maybe you're feeling blocked in some ways or like things are really just changing for you, then you are absolutely in the right place. So together, especially in this inner transformation series that I am doing right now, and this is episode four of it, I'm going to be guiding you and helping you and providing you with the ways in which you can support yourself through your own rebirth journey, through this transition that you're going through, and to really connect in with your own truth and your own guidance in navigating all of it. Now, if you feel like you aren't fully in your power, often as women, as humans, we give our power away. We give it to other people, we give it to our jobs, we give it to our children, we give it to our partners, we give it to our parents, and we feel less sovereign in that, we feel like we have less power, we have less energy to give ourselves because of it, and it can feel very confusing and we can get lost in the process of our lives or in the journey of our lives because All of our energy, all of our power is residing with external forces, and that feels really vulnerable and really uncomfortable. And from someone who has very high or high or strong or did have strong codependent tendencies and behaviors because of growing up in a household with an alcoholic, I know that dynamic very well. And It takes a certain level of intention and effort and facing your fears to bring that power back to you. So what I have felt called to do is this Wednesday, the 17th of November at 6 p.m. Pacific time, I am hosting a free workshop called the Embodiment of Power. And it is a combination of embodiment movement as well as ceremony in reclaiming your power and calling it back to you. So as of right now, there are three available spots open and left in this free workshop. So if you want those spots to be yours, I would invite you to find me on Instagram. And I've also updated my social handles with my new name. So that'll be aria.yaguarete. But if you look up Maria Juswin, I'll have the accounts linked just using a Maria Juswin account for now, just to hold, hold the space. And then eventually that will go away. Find me on there, go to my stories, go to my, um, even the link in my profile, and you will find a way in which you can 
save your spot and claim your spot. It's going to be, it's going to be so powerful. I can't even tell you. I can feel it already. And also in that container, I'm going to be sharing with you a program, a journey about really incorporating this energy of your, of your power and the reclamation of you. So can't wait to share about that. If you're listening to this after Wednesday, the 17th, then I've likely announced the program already and you can learn more about it on my website. Okay. So here we are. Episode four. It's actually episode four now of the inner transformation series. And these have been so fun to record and connect with because not only do they allow me to share big parts of my journey with you and what has really basically what my biggest lessons were and the most potent beliefs and actions that I took to really shift into becoming more of myself and being a more powerful, assertive, grounded version of myself and also creating this dream life of mine. But it is also what I take my clients through and get to witness the shifts in their own lives. So really, really powerful stuff that I'm sharing with you in these episodes. And I've said this before, And I'll say it again is if you implement what I'm sharing with you in these episodes, your life will change for the better. I can promise you that. So today's episode is all about how much you can actually trust yourself. So we are brought up in a society where we are taught not to trust ourselves. We are taught to look to the professionals, the people who are in leadership positions, the people who have authority to tell us what to do. We are constantly being bombarded with messages about what we need and how we don't know what we need for ourselves and we need to trust the the marketers, you know, or trust the experts. And also as children, because our society is built this way, we often are not encouraged to really connect with our own intuition and our own inner knowing. And it leaves us in these positions of being really disempowered in our lives and always seeking answers and validation and guidance outside of ourselves. So a really important part of strengthening your connection with yourself and becoming a more powerful version of yourself is to stop going outside of you for the answers and start going within. And this is something that I teach all of my clients. I teach this in all of my programs. I speak about it a lot because it is immensely, immensely important. And it's okay If you don't feel like you trust yourself, it is a journey. It can also be up and down. Maybe sometimes you feel very connected in your knowing and sometimes you don't. Either way, that's okay that it can go that way. But ultimately, when you know you can trust yourself on a deep, deep level, then it's so much easier to make decisions. You're that much clear on what you want, where you want to go, and are actually more likely to make it happen as well. And I want to invite you to consider that you already know what you want, that you already know 
what you need and that you already know how to get it. But what is blocking you and what is stopping you are all of these old belief systems and stories that you don't know what's best for you. I always encourage you to go back to your belief systems from when you were a child and look at those and look at what you were taught. So a great way to do that is you can even just do an exercise today or after this episode, or you can pause it to do the exercises, write down your top five beliefs about the world. You know, it can be related to money. It can be related to love and relationships. For example, it can be, I believe that there are no good men in the world, or I believe that you need to work hard to make money, or I believe that it's a parent's responsibility to teach their children how they're supposed to show up in the world, whatever it is, and don't deem them as negative or positive, or if they're right or wrong, just write them out. And then ask yourself, and this is a really great way to drop into your body and feeling into what is actually true to you, is take each belief system and say it out loud, each belief and say it out loud, and then notice what happens in your body and ask yourself, is this my truth? Is this my truth that all men are assholes? And notice what happens in your body. If your body opens and expands and relaxes, then it's giving you a cue and a hint that, yes, this is, this is truth. This is my truth. If your body compresses or closes or feels heavy in some way, then I invite you to consider that this is not your truth, but it's a belief that was given to you. So write out those beliefs. Ask yourself, where did I learn this? Where did I hear this? And then this, do this exercise of checking in with you as to whether those are your truth or not. Because whatever those beliefs are that you have about the world, you are constantly manifesting into your life. You are constantly creating on an energetic level those situations, those circumstances that validate those beliefs. This is why belief work is so important. Choose what you want to believe, not what you think you're supposed to or what you think reality is or what you feel like the universe has shown you so far. You are the creator of your reality. And you can go to the first episode of this series where I talk more about that piece of it. So my invitation to you is to actually consider that you already know what you're doing, but that you have these belief systems that are telling you otherwise and that are blocking you from connecting in with your truth and from navigating your life from your inner voice and from your inner temple. Now, there are things that you can do to help practice in listening to your intuition and hearing your intuition. And like that exercise that I just gave you with your belief systems is a part of that. It's intertwined. So a really great way in which I teach developing your intuition, or at least recognizing it is saying something out loud, something that say, you know, to be true, like, 
my name is Aria. And then I notice how that feels in my body, right? So noticing, same thing that you know that's, that is true. Noticing if your body relaxes, if it opens, like, or just notice what sensations come for you. And then say something that is not true for you, that you are very clear that you don't want it. And maybe that's, I want a burnt piece of steak for dinner and notice how your body then feels. And then you can build it up. You can make them more extreme. You can make them different things and just start noticing what's going on in your body. Another exercise that you can do is go back to a time in your life where you didn't listen to your inner knowing and you ignored it and how that felt for you in the moment, making that decision. And then what the result was. And then think back to a moment where you did listen to your intuition and your inner knowing and what the result of that was. Okay. And start noticing. It's just like, it's almost like you're doing a research project of, okay, what shows up for me when my intuition is speaking to me? How does it feel in my body? What are the cues that I get? It will be different for everyone. You know, we're each our own individual humans. So for some, maybe you hear something. For some, you might be more sensation and feeling based. For others, maybe you had a visualization. Maybe it's a combination of all of them. So start working with those energetics. And like, even before you are about to make a choice or make a decision, tune into your body. I would even say you're making a decision about something. I would visualize the end result of making that decision. Okay. As best as you can. Like, what would it be like if I decided, okay, I am in fact going to drive to this city to go visit my friend next weekend. And like picturing yourself doing it, picture yourself driving, picture yourself getting there, being there. How is that all feeling to you? Does it light you up? Does it excite you? And then what's the sensation of when you think about maybe doing something different and noticing how that sits and how that resonates in your body? And then just base your decision on that. Don't go into the logistics. Don't go into like getting into your head about things. I see this over and over again, how much people are focused on the mental dialogue and like your brain can be an excellent problem solver when it's logic based. But when there are emotional pieces, when there is like wounding and childhood trauma and conditioning at play, your mind can take you in circles because the mind will say, well, what if this happens? Or what if this? And what if this? And what if this? And next thing you know, you're completely confused, completely overwhelmed and aren't able to make a decision. So then you're like, well, I can't make a decision. So now I'm going to go outside of myself. And then you start talking to friends and family and some say this and someone else says that, and it gets so confusing and you just burn time trying to make a decision. The best way to practice your intuition is to give it a chance to be practiced is to start making choices from a different space other than your mind and noticing how that feels and noticing how it goes and then learning from it. Just think of it as a science experiment. You're just starting to learn new ways of operating because you don't want to keep doing the same things you always have if they're not giving you the results that you want. 
you know? And I also want to invite you to really consider something when it comes to trusting yourself. Even when you seemingly make a mistake or do something and it results in you suffering, this does not mean that you have fucked up in some way and can't trust yourself. Okay. Because everything that you're doing, and again, you can also tune into episode three from the inner transformation series, where I talk about trusting the universe, but everything that you choose has a trajectory and has a path and has a journey that you need to go on. So even if you make the choice to continue dating the guy that you are getting some red flags around and eventually you get burned and hurt. This doesn't mean that you can't trust yourself. It just meant that you needed to go on this journey and experience the things that you did. And maybe what it actually is allowing you to do is look back at your dad's affair, or maybe it's allowing you to look back on, okay, well, how am I showing up in these dynamics and who am I choosing for myself and why am I ignoring red flags? Often we can't get to the root of the message or the lesson without the suffering, because if everything was easy breezy all the time, then we wouldn't be learning and we wouldn't be evolving. So we can get really, really caught up in like, oh my gosh, what if I do this? And this is the end result. And then these things happen that I don't want to happen. It's like, okay, then they happen the way that they're supposed to. And you learn from it and you grow from it. And that's it. Don't go into story about it. Don't start judging yourself. Don't start being like, see, I always mess things up and I can't trust myself and the universe is out to get me and blah, blah, blah. Don't make it into a bigger thing than it needs to be. It's like, okay, I made this choice and I'm taking responsibility for it. And I'm trusting that I can trust myself. And the next time a guy shows up in my life who clearly has red flags, I will not date him. And if I choose to date him, at least I am doing it from a conscious place of, I see the red flags and I'm doing it. And I'm very aware of how this might go, but not to be a victim in it and not to be a martyr or bringing yourself down in some way through it. Those are some of the most important pieces and you will be tested and tried and tried and trialed in your life when it comes to trusting yourself, because you're going to be encountering difficult situations where you are going to have to land back on your own two feet, where you're going to have to rely on yourself to get yourself out of these situations where you're going to have to take a new and uncomfortable action to navigate it all. And then the more you do that, the more you realize that you can catch yourself, that you got yourself, the stronger that trust in yourself will be. The journey that I went on leaving my marriage, leaving my corporate job, moving into a house on my own, then moving across the country, like all of these things were so new to me. I felt like I didn't know what I was doing. 
And, you know, maybe on a conscious mental level, I had never done it before in this lifetime, but on a deeper inner knowing, I knew what I was doing. I knew what I needed to do to take care of my heart and to honor what I desired in my life. And I knew it required these steps. Did I have a crystal ball and know the end result? I didn't. So it was scary and it was uncomfortable. But every one of those choices and every one of those decisions and all the little decisions in between all of those big ones kept showing me how much I can trust myself, kept showing me that I'm always going to land on my feet, kept showing me that I will then be even more excited to try new and uncomfortable things because I evolve and grow in the process and get to know myself as part of that as well. I could have never even gotten to know this version of myself if I had stayed in the life that I had, or at least living in it the way that I did. So there is such an incredible connection that you develop with yourself when you start just trusting, trusting that even though you don't have all the answers that you're going to be okay and that you got yourself And often the one that is scared is your inner child. So it's always really powerful to connect with your inner child. And you can just do that by picturing your inner child in front of you, picturing the younger version of you inside of yourself and asking her, you know, well, what's going on? What are you scared of? And let her share back to you. And then you get to parent her and you get to tell her that is never going to happen again, or I'm going to make sure that you are always safe and I will not make decisions like that anymore. I've had my inner child say, I don't want that person around anymore. And I said, okay, then I promise they won't be. And even though my adult self was like, it's fine. Like I can set boundaries with them or I can only, you know, I'll just date them for a couple more dates. When my inner child says, no, I'm scared and they don't feel like a fit, then it's like, okay, then they're gone. So again, this level of responsibility, right? And comforting yourself and telling yourself like, I got me, I got me, I got me. I'm so safe. I'm so protected. I am so loved. And you end up believing it after a while. At first it might just seem like words, But eventually, once those words and the actions align, you really start believing it. And it's incredible what you can create in your life. Because all of a sudden, your world opens up because now you can trust yourself. So I wanted to share this with you. Let me know how it resonates. Send me a message, share the episode, help some other people, (laughs) write a review if you're on iTunes and, and let me know how this is all landed with you, how you're feeling about the show in general, if it's helped you at all. And if you want to be a part of this free workshop on Wednesday, the 17th, then just go to my Instagram profile. You'll find the links. And if you don't see them because you're watching this after the event came up, I I know I typically offer, I'll likely potentially offer a replay option. Just send me a message and we'll get you the replay. 
where I can share more with you about the amazing, amazing program that I'm going to be announcing. So I love you. Thank you for listening and talk to you again next week.